Yes, yes, yes. Well, welcome to episode one of our podcast. Uh, my name is Cecil Daniels. My name is Gabriel Daniels, and we're here to talk about NBA basketball. That's a fact. Um, just why am I even doing a podcast? You know, I would sit back and um, I would have conversations with my son. I noticed he, him starting to like basketball more. And he would just talk to me about the history of the game, and we'd be watching YouTube clips. And basically, I started having NBA conversations with a nine-year-old that I wasn't expecting it to have. So I said, man, you know, sometimes it's so funny. Uh, we should just share those with other people. Not really funny, but just interesting that I live with, like, a little sportscaster. So <laughs> why not talk it over to y'all about it, man? So, like, I would ask him things like, G, in NBA history, like, what's, like, a player that, that stands out to to you as one of the greatest? Um, Kobe Bryant, because he just dominates every part of the game and can just do anything. Yeah, that's a fact. Five rings, right? Mm -hmm. um, multiple other accolades, RIP to Kobe and GG and... All the other people that lost their life, for sure. He is, uh, he's one of the greats. And I have to give him credit. You know, I regret, actually, G, not paying more attention to him in a positive way during his playing career. Because interestingly enough, we all love him and miss him. But when he was playing, if you were a Laker fan, oh, my gosh. He was, he was all in, right? But um, if he was playing against a team you were rooting for, like, you didn't always put him on your list. Um, but he definitely was one of the great ones, and uh, I'm glad I got a chance to see him turn into what he was becoming. Um, advocate for women's basketball, right? Mm -hmm. We got an NBA, a WNBA player on our 2K mode. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Kobe, like, super responsible for um, beginning to shine a bigger, an even bigger light on the excellent game, which is uh, women's basketball. Uh, dope. So midseason kind of check in on on the league, right? We headed towards All Star Game. Um, so the All Star Game is on. Do you know what day? Uh, I think it's on like March seventh. March seventh. All right, cool. So that's that Sunday. Um, and then, what are some of the things you like about All Star Weekend? Um, the dunk contest. Mm. The just All Star Game. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much everything. <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, I know that uh, we were, like, in, in past, we've looked at certain little dunk contests. Is there a dunk contest that has stand out, like, stood out to you? Um, you know, I actually can't think of one, like, right off of I Like, I can think of, like, dunk contests, but I can't think of one that, like, the year it happened. Okay, got you. Okay, well, who uh, who was in it? Do you? I think it was like uh, the 2016 one with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the best ones recently, to be honest, because people thought it was dead, and that one really brought it back. Uh, Love the dunk, dunk contest, but it had gotten corny for a little bit. But we had a guy from Northwest, Nate Robinson, win a few years. So that was cool. Uh, so as far as the game, man, the the, um, the Western starters are um, Luka, Steph, LeBron, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi. And the 
saw stars are Kyrie, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. So those are the starters, and they're about to they gotta fill out the team. So like, if we just stick in the West, like who do you think should be on the West team for um, reserve people? Um, I think Damian Lillard should be on there because he's averaging thirty points a game, and at least I think in the last three games he's aver- he's averaged at least like three. I mean not three assists, ten assists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody else from the West that you could think of? Um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Because he's pretty much leading his team, and they're the number one team in the Western Conference. And, yeah, that's why I think he should be an all-star reserve. That makes sense. When I think about the uh, the Eastern Conference, a guy that sticks out for me is Zach Levine. He's playing with an excellent point guard, former Tar Heel, Kobe White. And uh, I think it's helping to maximize his game. He's actually averaging career highs in all of his statistics. So we got a chance to go down and watch the Blazers play the Bulls (laughs) pre-COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And Zach was killing. So um, it's cool to see him step up that game this year. Uh, Anybody in the East that um, you think should be on that team? can think off the top of my head okay so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna throw another person out there and then maybe you can think about other players but um i'm gonna throw jason tatum out there mm. and this is big of me you know how i feel about duke and, <laughs> and duke players it is what it is right mm-hmm. but i've said every generation there's one duke person that i can like and i've chosen that it's going to be jason tatum and the reason is is because he's from the same area as current starting North Carolina Tar Heel point guard, Caleb Love. And um, the young man is raw. I got to give him a, <laughs> I gotta give him his props, man. He's definitely – um, he should be a perennial all-star. He can do it all. And um, I wish he would have went to UNC. Um, so, did anybody pop in your head? Um, uh, like Kemba Walker or Jalen Brown. Okay, okay. You could see them having three all-stars on that team. Uh, so Kimba's just coming back from injury, but maybe why would you? Uh, what'd you say about Jalen Brown? Um, cause like I think he's just a good pair with uh, Jason Tatum, cause he can like shoot very well, and he can still like drive to the basket. Um, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, he can definitely uh, finish that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for sure. All right, cool. So um, that game should be awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that. Even though there was a little bit of a protest when it first was announced, you know, just COVID and safety and all that. But um, And it's cool, man, because, you know, March 6th, the day before that, North Carolina plays Duke at North Carolina, man. We go ahead and get that dub. And then <laughs> you feel me? And we can sit back and watch that All-Star game. No big deal. Um, So then I guess I think about um, – the teams you know that are playing really well <laughs> i've watched more nba basketball with you in the last year and a half than i have in the last 10 years to be real <laughs> so um out west what are some of the teams that you think are like competing to be the top team 
the strongest team? Um, I think that like uh, Lakers, of course, because you know they have like a lots of good pieces, and in some people's minds, the goat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I also think that uh, Jazz, the Jazz is definitely doing good. And the Clippers and the Suns. Mm, Clippers and the Suns, okay. Um, I agree with you with all those teams. I would throw the Nuggets in there as well just because how good Jokic is playing. Mm -hmm. And um, we all know what Jamal can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh. they're going to be a tough uh, team when they get out there. And another team that is good, the Blazers. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, because yeah. they're, like, top four. Mm -hmm. They're number four in the Western Conference. So, yeah. And they're playing shorthanded right now. Mm -hmm. They don't have... Um, they don't have Nurkic. Yeah, they don't have Nurkic or, 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 CJ. or CJ. Yeah, so when they get back together. Yeah, but Western Conference playoffs is going uh, to be fun. Mm -hmm. um, on the east side... I mean that we you know we can talk about the most obvious squad right? Nets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like there's some things that I think really stand out about them to me for sure. Uh, what stands out to them for you about about the Nets? I should say. Um, that they literally have three all-star people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have like. Um, like Jeff Green, who was doing good mm -hmm. this season, like filling in for Kevin Durant. Yep. And Joe Harris, who's a really good shooter. Yep. So, yeah. And they have uh, Landry Shamit, who could also be like a good backup point guard for them. So. Yeah, he can shoot it too. He can shoot it. Um, I don't want to stay on the Nets, you know, because yeah. they're kind of they're kind of <laughs> like that team. But I think everything you just said, I agree with. And the thing that that stands out, another thing that stands out to me is um, the fact that it's working with the three All Stars, and how James Harden has kind of flipped up his game. And I think that'll lead to another opinion that I have a little bit later. So the Nets, obviously, right? Other other East Coast teams for me, Eastern Conference teams, I gotta throw the Sixers on there. I didn't know if what was going on with the Sixers was real, man. But shout out to Doc Rivers and um, them and their record. I think they're playing amazing. And, um, you know, my dad being from Philly, it would be love to see something, something cool in the city. Mm -hmm. um, any other Eastern Conference teams you could think of? Um, no. No? All right. Um, I would throw out... Um, Boston, you know, just because, right? We were looking at the game a little earlier today. And another team, man, that I think is is sneaky, the Sh Charlotte, man. Like, honestly, LaMelo is really, he really brought something, you know, to that city. So him and, and Terry Rozier, Graham, Miles Bridges, they got a, a legit squad down there, man. So um, Hay Haywood is playing well. Haywood, low-key, might be an all-star, too. To be honest. Um, and um, the Milwaukee Bucks. True. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> I think I'm low-key scared money on, on, on Milwaukee, man. You know, there's a, you know, they can make a person nervous in terms of putting your faith in them. Mm -hmm. Have you seen, you know, them be inconsistent? Yeah, they probably, they could be inconsistent. 
it all depends on if like if the team's taking bad shots and there's no like off the ball movement. Yeah. So yeah. And a lot of that's happening. A lot of standing around and watching Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So and then you know I think I'm still like triggered a little bit by what happened with them in the in the bubble last year because I thought it was going to be them versus the Lakers mm-hmm. and then it went it went left right yeah um but also shout out to them for being the first people to um make a stand you know for social justice and Black Lives Matter in the bubble I thought that was dope but yeah playoff team this year we'll see yeah. they're like top three now but they could go down True indeed, and I think they'll I think they'll definitely make it in the playoffs. But you know, what will they do when they get in there? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I was thinking about, man, was uh, MVP. You mm-hmm. know, since we talked about like all stars and and teams that are doing well, who at the midseason would you is your vote for uh, MVP? Um. I'm gonna have to go with Stephen Curry. Whoa, yo, <laughs> yo, hold on, man. You went a whole different direction than I thought you were gonna go with that. Oh, uh, all right. Why Steph? Because I think he's just been going like he's been doing really good because he wants to like show people that like he he, he can be good mm-hmm. without Clay or KD. Okay, okay. So you see him as rising up uh, to potentially be the MVP. Okay. Um, a guy that uh, I would pick, that's my pick, is is also not on the top ten candidate list, and I will share that. Um, but the guy my pick is James Harden. Um, a lot of people didn't like what popped off when he left Houston. And just being a person, and I, too, am not perfect. You know, sometimes relationships don't dissolve in the most fun way. So, you know, and we look back and we say, I could have did, you know, handle that differently, right? Mm -hmm. But when he got to the Nets, the thing I saw with Buddy was he, like, has changed his game and allowed it to, like, pivot and flow with Kyrie and KD. And I think that's just scary. You know, you watch this man averaging double-digit assists and stuff like that. And um, if he can stay consistent with that after the All-Star break, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough road for any team in seven. And I think he makes the difference between, you know, Kyrie and Katie. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, so the top ten people, you know, uh, according to basketball reference, that are the top ten candidates right now, are Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Dame Lillard, Mm-hmm. Giannis, uh, Rudy Gobert, Luca, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, and throw AD on there too, even though he's he's hurt. So, those are the the, the guys statistically that are that are standing up, and it makes sense. But that's why we play the games, right? To <laughs> see who's going to actually win that award. Um, all right. Well, man, it's definitely been cool chopping it up. I know you got to get ready to get in the bed. You heard. <laughs> <laughs> one one last question. Um, let's see. If you could start an NBA franchise, meaning like a new team, and you get to ha- you get to have any NBA player uh, in history to build around, 
Who do you start your team with? That is, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I know. I <laughs> that's know, right? really tough. Yeah, yeah. Because you could be, you could think, you got to think position, mm-hmm. right? You, you, but this is the player that you've decided you, you're going to build around. Mm. You can get pieces. I'm thinking of a person that I would build around my team with. I would probably choose, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really thought you were. <laughs> I really thought you was about to come with somebody. Oh, probably man. like, like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Okay. Now, in the history of basketball, Kevin Durant. All right, tell me why. Because um, he's also one of the guys that just does everything on the court, and he's like, like really, really tall. <laughs> okay. And can just like dominate that's a fact and just to be clear you're talking about in the history of the nba mm, i kind of didn't want to go to michael jordan <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to because that would be kind of all right cool then i can go ahead and say if i'm building a team i'll build around michael <laughs> jeffrey jordan <laughs> i'm build, building around michael jeffrey jordan and i think we all know why man i think the stats and Having a privi- the privilege of watching him as a basketball player. And the college. I mean, you know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time it is, man. So, yeah, I would definitely build around him. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of bias in that. Okay. Well, man, uh, it's been cool chopping it up with you. Uh, for, your, for those of y'all that listen, hope y'all just sit back and catch an NBA vibe with us. Leave us a comment. We appreciate y'all, man. So catch you on the next episode. Peace. Welcome back, everybody. Episode two of the First Step Podcast. I'm Cecil Daniels, uh, and I'm here with my my good guy. Gabriel Daniels. Hey, and we're here to chop it up uh, about basketball, life, or or whatever's on our heart uh, when it comes to this podcast. First off, we want to say thank you for the people that have tapped in and listened. We appreciate Mm -hmm. uh, the feedback and, and, and the listens and all that, and we ask that you know. You listen to this one and, and you think it's cool, man, share it with somebody. Yep. And then tell them to share it yep. with somebody. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, G, uh, where do you want to start off today? Um, The All-Star Game. Mm, All-Star Game recap. Uh, This game, <laughs> you know, it, was, it, it had an interesting flow to it, man. It was kind of like uh, Giannis's team. You know, what, what did you think? Yeah, I thought that um, it was to just see like an all-star game. this is like my like first actual watching an all-star game mm, that's true so it was really cool yeah yeah um what's what's maybe something that stood out to you you know it was a 20 point kind of blowout <laughs> team lebron yeah. versus team uh durant you know kd didn't play mm-hmm. um so what'd you think um i thought it was 
cool when Steph Curry and Chris Paul get like through oops to each other. Mm. I yeah. thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was dope, you know, because you don't really associate them with Duncan like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, both really good uh, point guards and, frankly, um, both raised in, in North Carolina, Hoop State. Hey, <laughs> we'll get to North Carolina a little later. <laughs> uh, in the biz, do you call that a teaser? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, rivals in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those Warriors and, and Clippers series was uh, – they were brutal, like, even before you were really tapped in to the league. And so to see those guys just having fun, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else stand out? Um, the three-point barrage from Dame and Steph. <laughs> yes. Yes. What did you think of that? I thought it was like, these are the two best shooters of all time. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another place, honestly, where there's a little bit of a rivalry there. Yeah. You know, um, Dame being like from that soil as far as being from the Bay Area and representing that heavily. And then you got Steph who pulls up and then all of a sudden kind of becomes the golden boy there. <laughs> so I could tell they go at it um, when the Blazers and Warriors play. But it was real dope to see them like compete in a, in a fun loving way. Yeah. Like, OK, you're going to shoot it from 50 feet. Cool. <laughs> I'll shoot it from 57 feet. <laughs> uh yeah man yeah uh, other things um the fact that Giannis did not miss yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was crazy um do you know like what he what he had i think he had like 35 yeah 35 and 16 for 16 mm. he actually hit how many threes he hit two threes um yeah i think he hit no he hit three Three threes. Yeah, three threes. Okay, I don't even remember that. So you got to give it up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he won the most valuable player, and, and des- deservedly so. Yep. Um, anybody else's performance stand out to you from the game? Um, I, Bradley Beal. Mm. He had 26 and was leading the team, basically, since KD wasn't there. True indeed. Bradley Bill's a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that on that, man. So shout out to Washington, D.C., man. Uh, shout out to Uncle Derek. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Next time I, I, I pull up, we're going to see the Wizards again, man. Bradley Bill's a, a certified bucket. Um, and he was one of the guys that got off, one of the young guys. This is the first time as a starter, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who else stood out? I want, like, Didn't we talk about Jalen Brown earlier? Mm-hmm. He had 22 off the bench yeah gotta give it up um mm-hmm. in his hometown of atlanta mm-hmm. so yep um tatum mm-hmm. tatum he had um he had 21 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah he was trying to trying to put up some buckets for sure but when you think about um steph dame stood out <laughs> Giannis stood out. Oh, you want to know somebody who stood out for a different reason? <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> uh, I never related to a person more in my life. Uh, this man went out there. <laughs> Played for like three minutes uh, and then sat down on the bench and ate a granola bar. Yo, lit. <laughs> End of the day, man. Um, I've never related to an athlete more in my life. When I saw that, I said, yeah, that's old head vibes right there. That's good stuff. 
Um, so yeah, like uh, overall, a really, really good game. Um, I thought it was dope because how they chose to highlight HBCUs. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a uh, that was really cool. Do you remember we took um, a campus visit with your sisters to an HBCU? Yeah, uh, Howard. Yeah, yeah, Howard. yeah. What'd you think of the campus? Um, it was it was really hot and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the East Coast heat. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna do that for you. But what about um? The campus and just like the experience with the tour yeah it was uh it was really cool seeing uh howard and just walking around yeah 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 shout out to howard university man washington dc stand up um so yeah i thought it was really dope that they uh, you know highlighted hbcus uh, a lot of people in my family have uh, attended and graduated from hbcus man so shout out to everybody all my hbcu alum uh, and just the contributions that you make in uh, to society as a whole. So the NBA chose to highlight that, and then not only highlight it, man, but put some you know money where that gesture was, right? Yeah. So um, LeBron's team donated like close to or a little bit over a million dollars mm-hmm. that was going to go into a scholarship fund. Yeah. Um, skills contest. The Montes opponents? Yeah, yeah, he won that. Um, Dunk contest, Anthony Simons. <laughs> listen, Anthony Simons, I didn't know he had, like... Bounce. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about that final dunk? Um, I was like... I thought he was gonna actually kiss the rim until <laughs> I realized, oh, they can't do that because it's COVID time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yes, COVID, and if that man would have, like, put his mouth, like, tried to go towards the rim with his mouth, oh, he would have lost all them teeth right there. (laughs) Lost all of it. But, yeah, no, I thought that was really dope. Uh, I was kind of, maybe I was secretly rooting for Obi Toppin, but I I felt like uh, Anthony was going to get it, and the main reason is because the other dude is like, all right, man. <laughs> Stanley. Then I'm then I'm seeing on um <laughs> you over here cracking up, you know how I get down. <laughs> so I'm seeing on, on the internet that he was robbed. Like okay, comp- be, let's be unbiased for a second. Like what did you think of his dunks? First dunk, I thought it was really it was really cool. Second dunk missed basically all of them. So at that point get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but I mean he's a, he's a super super athletic kid. You can tell that from high school. Like he was winning dunk contests in high school. But um, he didn't do anything that I thought was like amazing, mm-hmm. and that left the door open. The thing I the thing that was interesting about Simons was each round composed, mm-hmm. had a plan, and um and killed the um the shout out that he did to T Mac. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying with, with the shoes and all that. I thought that was, that was pretty dope, for sure. Um, cool, man. So overall, I thought it was a really, really great All Star game. Um, COVID included, they did a great job of packaging it up into a one time event, mm-hmm. and it was real dope. Yep. Yeah, man. Any other thoughts on the All Star game? Um, no. Yeah. It was another game. That happened, you know what I'm saying, since we had our last podcast. And um, not everybody will remember. I do, though. 
I remember very well. Um, you know, it was one of those things that caused me to reach out for a new a new sponsor for the podcast, man. Did you know that we got a new sponsorship? No. Right, so this next segment of the um, of the podcast is brought to us by Swiffer. Swiffer Dry Sweep Cleaners. We need to get them out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the young men from down the street to kick rocks. Swiffer. Dry Sweepers. Yeah, man, it was some sweeping going on. Yeah, yeah. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Carolina Duke, man. Stop playing with me. <laughs> uh, did you watch that game? Definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a lot of takeaways, but uh, what's, what's some of your takeaways uh, from that game? No, no, you know what, G? First off, let me just keep it a B. I, I need to I need to get some facts off my chest, like right now. First fact. First fact. North Carolina has swept Duke two of the last three years. Second fact. Duke has put out more NBA first rounders in the last ten years than has North Carolina. They don't have the wins and championships to show for it. You can't make a Final Four with Jason Tatum on your team, man. I'm curious. I'm curious. Anyway, I'm caught up in history. Talk about the game. <laughs> um. Yeah. Coach K's overrated. Period. <laughs> Go ahead. Say what you was gonna say. <laughs> that Armando, Caleb, and Kerwin, all of them had 18. Do you want to know why they had 18? Because cowards play zone. And that's exactly what Duke basketball plays now. How you go from Mitchell Skelsky and all these dudes and you get Jabari Parker and now you're a dynasty? Swiffer sweep. <laughs> Continue, man. What else? You, what else? <laughs> what else, man? What else? Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it was a crazy game. I can't even say who did the best because they all did really, really good. Yeah, that's that's the truth. And um, Duke, let's just say they they only got it to 12. That's all I have to say. End of the day. We dominated, but here's a couple practical things that I will say about uh, about this game. One, I think Caleb Love is starting to just really assert himself, and he really like plays to that narrative about maybe that he wanted to go to that school because of his mentor, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. and they chose another guard that was subpar. Now, Caleb, he he... He saw the error of his ways and came to the right school. But what he did was he made it very personal with that other young man over there. So much so (laughs) that after the first game, this man sends out a tweet. Listen, listen, I've been on Twitter for over a decade and it's easily the best tweet I've ever seen. 
what it, what it says is, and I'm a quote, it says, everybody's savage until they get face to face with one. And it's got a picture of Caleb with a ball and this man trying to guard him in Cameron Indoor Stadium. Wow. Hashtag big dub. <laughs> he tweets after the game. Get your brooms out. Hashtag big dubs. <laughs> Caleb, I'm going to tell you right now, man. I don't care what you end up doing after this in the league or nothing like that. Yo, I'm riding with you for that. <laughs> you backed it up. So, Caleb was amazing as far as how he played. Uh, you brought up Kerwin. Also had 18. Like, when you think about Kerwin's game, what does he bring to the squad? Shooting. Mm. Shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah. Um, have you seen him grow in any particular area of his game over the season? Has he gotten better at anything to you? He's gotten better at, um, like, taking the, like, drive more. He doesn't take it a lot, but he's definitely starting to take it a little bit more than he used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've noticed that. Um, so, when you talk about a sweep... <laughs> Now you see why Swiffer is the sponsor. <laughs> You're really talking about, man, um, just a different type of happiness on my end. Um, you know, I had I watched this whole UNC Duke thing come up for a while, man, because I'm old. And now, because of me, you know, you're looking at North Carolina basketball. Talk about, give give the people perspective of what it's like to have a dad that's like, Essentially, what brainwashed you into this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but then you actually got a chance to see it, and was it worth it? Yes, so, definitely. So tell the people, you know, what I'm saying now that that we're UNC fans, like give it to them from their perspective, like as a son. Yeah, I can't explain. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it like? You know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of you think about Carolina and the history, like. Um, it's not like I put you on to like the Cleveland Cavaliers or somebody <laughs> like that, right? We're talking about a program with amazing basketball history. So like when you think about the history of Carolina basketball, what do you think of? Like what names pop out for you? Um, Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, I mean. And Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I say more. Uh, who else? Vince. The the GOAT. Uh, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's like all these guys, their jerseys are up in the rafters in this building. Like the first time you went in that building, man, you was eight months old. Mm. Like you, you, we, we sat with the rings, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and the first set of rings, what coach were they orchestrated by? Dean Smith. Yeah. Period, man. Right. Uh, Dean Smith, not only an amazing basketball coach, but an amazing mentor, uh, means and meant so much to Michael Jordan was crucial mm-hmm. in, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina at desegregating um, the team, man, and brought the first black uh, basketball player south of the Mason-Dixon line, uh, Charlie Scott. Mm-hmm. Countless NBA All-Stars. You got to give love to Dean Smith. Yeah. So North Carolina has this rich history, man, and it's cool to watch you as a basketball player kind of tap into it. What does Duke have? Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was unsolicited, but we lit. (laughs) Let's go. Hey, man, you know what to be for and you know what to be against. So when it comes down to this North Carolina and and, and Duke sweep, 
Um, I want I want to be serious about something. Like words are important. So if I use the word bum, right? Bum equals Duke. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I mean it more like in a factual way. Like those guys are. <laughs> you see how that just ro- <laughs> how that just rolled off, right? It's not even. I'm not even trying to flex. But no, in all seriousness, man, it's been a um, it's been a COVID season. Many teams have had to adapt. They had a guy transfer, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Johnson. That you know he wasn't there. He was there in the first game. Maybe he wasn't. It <laughs> didn't quite make a difference, right? Uh, so the man goes and, and quits after that game for his own personal reasons. It's a COVID season. It's not normal, right? And so to that, I would say to all the people that are actually Duke fans or, or would root for Duke, I would say um, hop in a dustpan and <laughs> find yourself in the in the dumpster behind the Pizza Hut. You got swept. <laughs> Let's go. Hop in the dustpan. It's pan. over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That was good stuff, man. Um, so let's take let's take a, a quick transition, real quick, and give the people something. Um, you're playing basketball. Yeah. 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 Basketball. <laughs> you are, man. Come on. Um, so when I think about your game, right? You, you're developing your game as far as your basketball journey. Where would you say you are right now with that? Learning. Learning. Okay. Um, so let's think, you know, future. What makes a good basketball player? Um, like a, a good passer, facilitator, mm-hmm. and a person who can, like, maybe, like, do the little things, like rebound, set a screen, and then... Um, like score if you can't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. That is a um, that's a team player. That's the type of person you want to be. Like, be a good teammate, and then you know, add something to the team instead of taking away. Right. Mm-hmm. Every time you show up, yeah, that's that's really good. Um, how would you describe your game right now at nine? Like, what are some uh, what are some strengths that you feel that you have? Um, I'm, I think I'm a really good shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, anything else you feel like you do well? Um, I, like, I, like, try to make the best pass for my team and try to set screens for my team to get them open. Yep. That's true. That's true. One area, man, I can I can say that I've seen you grow at that's not something that you mentioned is seeing the ball and man on defense, right? Like being there on the help. Uh, and it's cool to kind of sit back and watch you learn the game on your own, love the game on your own, and kind of just accept it as your own. So that's cool. Um, you played a couple of games recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd they go? Um yeah, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> we lost. Yeah, absolutely, man. You played against a couple of really good teams, and your team is learning and, and growing, learning how to play together. Um, what are some things that you would take away from that uh, two-game stretch that you had as far as you as a player? 
Mm. Something positive. Yeah, um, I can't think of. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you played. I thought you played really good yeah, defense. Yeah, defense. Yeah. Yeah, defense. Yeah. Remember, we watched the film, and I showed you, right? Mm-hmm. What did I show you? You remember? Like, I think I got like two deflections. Mm-hmm. Back to back possessions, right? Mm-hmm. And you you did it. You didn't even recognize it, but it was like the fact of you growing and seeing the ball and the man and giving defensive effort. And, um, you know, you're playing up, right? You're playing with guys that are 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. And you're playing with guys that are fourth grade. you in third grade. So you're learning, man. It's good to, like, be able to learn and grow. And this summer, we're going to get busy. <laughs> right? Yep. Because the secret is in the sweat. Period. Quote by Duncan Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Work hard or you hardly working. Um, cool. Anything else basketball wise? Oh, we got the tournament coming up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh maybe we'll 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 give like a sweet sixteen recap of the tournament uh next episode, right? To do some college yeah. and NBA. But um North Carolina is in the south region mm-hmm. with Baylor. Their first matchup is yeah. with Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. And what do you think about that game? Um, I I think we can win it. Mm. I definitely think we can win it. Give me one key to that game for Carolina. No turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, if we had like we a got- reasonable number, though, to keep the turnovers to, what would you say? 14. 14. Okay. That's cool. Like, and listen, we've had 11 the last two games. Mm-hmm. It's when we get to that, like, yeah, you're right. That 15 to, to maybe 20 turnover, mm-hmm. yeah, it's too much for the other team. Um, I would say feed the bigs and crash the boards, man. Mm-hmm. Just be the number one rebounding team in the nation that we are. And what's crazy is we're an underdog, just not used to being an underdog, you know what I'm saying? So we could literally come out and uh, and shock some people because we have a young team. So I'm excited about that. Um. So I picked North Carolina over Wisconsin. Yeah. You too? Yep. Now, Baylor is a little bit of a different animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different um it's a different kind of athlete. It's a different pace. It's a different effectiveness in shooting. Um what do you think about Carolina Baylor? Um I think that you know we might lose. Right? Cuz you know, they're really good. But I we still like have a chance. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. As long as we don't turn the ball over and make dumb passes. That's really what it boils down to, man. Our our bigs are gonna eat regardless. But when it comes down to the guards, not turning the ball over, number one, but also not taking um rushed shots, jump shots. Yeah. Um, not driving where it's not appropriate. And I think just being where they need to be on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a stat today, man, that Baylor is a really good uh, three-point shooting team, and I did not know that. Oh. Yeah. So, um, the hope is that we get two this weekend, mm-hmm. right? And then take it from there, man. I- I'll be honest. We're a young team. Mm-hmm. We're going to be very good in the next couple years. Mm-hmm. One. Two, if we beat Baylor... I mean, outside of Gonzaga, 
<laughs> there's nobody that uh that that puts fear in me, man. But that's 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 my uh, hopeful fan vibe. The reality is is that we're a young team, man, and we could you know lose to Wisconsin. But the thing is, all that we needed to do this year is sweep Duke, and guess what? We did that. Facts. But you know what? Guess who's not even going to be at the tournament? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up and down. Oh, man. I think that's that's a great uh, little final thing to wrap up on, man. But um, uh, I'm going to do shout-outs, man. Um, so, let's see. I'm going to shout-out to my boy, Link. Um, I had an opportunity to talk to Link and... Uh, on his podcast called Real Rap and do a little episode, you know what I'm saying, for that, man. So y'all go ahead and tap into Lank, L-A-N-K, listen to his po- Real Rap podcast, man. And I'm on one of the episodes, but it's real talk from real people about real issues. So shout out to Lank. Uh, any shout outs for you? Um, Shout out to mom. <laughs> shout out to mom. Yeah, <laughs> listen, that's one of the best shout outs we could uh, ever have, man. Anyway, it's been fun, man, vibing with y'all. Uh, Thank y'all for tuning in, and we hope to uh, see y'all again. Peace.